Hey, my friend, do you want to become the courageous leader of your life? Well, if you said yes, you are in luck because I'm hosting a free Zoom class just for you to teach you my three ways that have led me to become courageous in my own life. I want to open this up to you, share how you can start climbing higher again. So I hope to see you at the Zoom. The link for you to sign up and come is in the show notes. I cannot wait for this. Get ready to have some fun. And again, it's free. You have nothing to lose except to go higher. See you guys there. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Welcome back to a new week of Addicted to the Climb. I am so excited to talk to my guest today because, as you guys know, you probably are on social media, right? (laughs) Who isn't? (laughs) We're all on social media. And today we're going to dive into just the whole art of being on social media as business owners, as moms, as entrepreneurs, and all that. So get ready for an amazing episode with my guest today, Kelly Thompson. She is a messaging and visibility coach who helps women master their message and sell high value offers without being chained to social media. She's a wife, mother of four, a 13, 13. No, I've been homeschooling for 13 years. Oh, you've been homeschooling for 13 years. I'm not even going to edit. You know what? This is real. Yeah. You are a mother of four. That's what I thought. And you've been homeschooling all Oh, girl. We got to dive into that. She is an author, a speaker, and host of the Genius in You podcast, which you guys definitely need to check out, where she gets to talk to ordinary moms doing incredible things in business and life. So again, this is real talk. I love what you're doing, Kelly. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for joining us today. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. I'm so excited to talk to you. And you were one of those ordinary moms doing extraordinary things because you got to be on my podcast. So yeah. Yes. Yes. And we had an amazing conversation. Definitely. So amazing. Yes. You will want to listen to that one. So Kelly, before we jump in, I want to know what you're climbing towards right now, whether in your business or family. 
Wow. That is a great question. What am I climbing towards? I think I'm, I know I'm climbing towards whatever plan God has for me, to be quite honest. Um, you know, I think a lot of times, a lot of us kind of step into business with an idea of what it is that we think we should do. And maybe even our mind think that we're going to get someplace a lot further, a lot faster than we thought we were going to get there and just kind of struggling with that and dealing with that. And really, I think I'm taking more time to kind of rest in whatever his plan actually is and not so much my plan, which was, you know, it's kind of been like a little bit of a learning curve, I think is probably most, most of us can kind of relate to. I can surely relate because I just went through that last summer and it was hard to be honest, because you really have to surrender. And that's not always easy to say, okay, what are my next steps? Instead of chasing what you think is the best thing for you, some of us need to take a step back and say, okay, I'm going to do what these girls, what Kelly's doing right in this moment. And what I did last summer. And thankfully, you know, we do have another business because you have to make money in the resting as well. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's really more about the mindset around if you're a believer and you have faith, then you know, God's got you and he will take care of you and lead you in the direction in the way he wants you to go. And I know for me, Kelly, like I want to always go the way he wants me to go because the other ways are dead ends. And I've been right. frustrated way too much. So I'm yes, excited yeah. see where God's taking you next. It is. Yeah, very- it really is great because, you know, mm. like he, you know, in the Bible, it talks about he has prepared good works for you to do, right? They're already prepared before yes. you. And so a lot of times we kind of step into it thinking, oh, I got this great idea and I want to do this. And, and not that that's wrong, right? Because we all have gifts and talents and things that, you know, we should be using for, you know, his glory and to help other people but he has a plan and a way for us to use them. And, you know, I know for me, like my mantra used to be in my mind, I never said this out loud, but it was always like, oh, I can do all things through Kelly who strengthens Kelly. You know what I mean? Like I can like, I can do it all. I got this, you know, but really that's probably the worst thing you can be doing because he has a plan and you have to be open to listening to his plan because his plan's better. So always. And that's my favorite. That's in my gym, my home gym, that Bible verse. I bought the decal that goes across my right. gym, Philippians 413. I can yes. do things through Christ who strengthens me. Christ. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And the other verse that you touched upon was Ephesians 2.10, that we are created as God's masterpiece and he That's has a plan right. from the beginning. So amen yes. to that. Amen. That's yes. right. Okay. So <laughs> let's jump into your story because I would love to know, first of all, that whole mess up thing in the beginning. You have four kids You've been homeschooling for 13 years. Just touch upon that experience because I'm always intrigued by moms who homeschool. I really can't wrap my head around it. So all four of them- Neither can I, and it's been 13 years. (laughs) I mean, it's wild to me. I was like, okay, when's the first day of school coming? Bye. I know, I know. know. Don't think I don't think that because I think that. And then I go, oh, wait, it's here. (laughs) But I I give moms- (laughs) I'm really secretly not jealous. That's not the word, but intrigued that you can actually right. your kids home and teaching them the in your ways too. Like, so it's right. a for me, it's a catch. So tell us about your, yeah. t- what made you decide yeah. to do that? Uh, God, to be honest, um, anyone who knows me knows that I'm not 
I would never think of myself as the person that would homeschool their children, to be quite honest. Our wow. oldest, we took her out of school when she was in the fourth grade um, for various reasons. One was the school was a little farther away. Um, I, at, I At that time, I had met someone who had started homeschooling. Um, I wasn't really happy with a couple different things. She went to a private, private school, which was a great school, but there was a couple things I wasn't thrilled about. Plus, we had moved, and so it was a little further away. And some other things. So we were just kind of kicking around and kind of thinking, all right. And, you know, my, my oldest was just like, okay, what if I don't like it? And I go, no, you're going to like it. Yeah, I promise. And in my head, I'm thinking, what if I don't like it? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But it worked out that first year and, you know, we just kept going and, you know, she made a lot of friends and we just kept doing it. And, And pretty much, I think every homeschooler will tell you, that you pretty much go from year to year or even day to day as to whether or not you're going to do it again, you know, the following year. But I can say that it has truly been one of the biggest blessings of my life because you get to really spend time with your kids and get to know your kids on a different level because they're home with you all the time and they get to see like your real life and what's going on in your life. And you get to see things and behaviors in them that you can kind of like, ah, that's something we need to work on, which, you know, you may miss because your kids go to school. You know what I mean? So it's got its pros and cons for sure. You know, when August rolls around, I'm one of those crazy people. I think a lot of homeschoolers are like that when you get excited about like buying new curriculum, which is kind of ridiculous, it's like, whatever. But then you also have the other side where you're thinking, boy, that big yellow bus looks really good. They can go and I could just kind of do something else. So it's kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a month to month, day to day thing. And truly, I always say this, don't go into it unless you're called to do it because it, it's, mm-hmm. it's not for the faint of heart for sure. Yes, exactly. And that's for sure. It has to be a calling in your heart because, right, I mean, first of all, if it's not, they're probably not going to learn much because you're going to be frustrated. Right. So Exactly. Yes, I love that. Well, so meanwhile, you have these four kids that you're home. How did your business begin and how did you manage being a mom and a wife and homeschooling your kids? And then you said, oh, I think I'm going to start a business too. <laughs> how, did, how did that all happen? So um, when you say it like that, like I said, when when you say it like that, I think, what what was going on in my head? What is wrong with me? <laughs> but again, I think that, you know, God puts things in your mind and it's up to you to decide if you're going to kind of step out and, and do the things. And so, you know, we had been homeschooling for a while and our oldest got engaged. And for me, it really was kind of a wake up call for me to think like, what am I going to do when my kids are all grown and gone? Because obviously that's the goal for them to be, you know, happy, healthy, productive humans and kind of doing their thing and living life. And so, you know, I had been devoting all of my time and attention to raising my kids at home. My, you know, their my friends were, you know, friends of theirs, kids, friends of theirs. You know what I mean? So it's like your whole life is kind of wrapped up in that. And so when our oldest daughter got engaged, it was really kind of like, okay, what is my plan, you know, to really start thinking. And I think a lot of moms kind of go through that as homeschoolers, or even as moms who end up, you know, after their kids go to college and things like that, you start thinking like, what, what is my plan? Cause you start wondering what your purpose is mm-hmm. now. Is it, ju- if you're working full-time, is it just work? Or if you're, you know, a stay at home mom, if you're blessed to be able to do that, like I was, What's the next step in your life? Because obviously you still have stuff. You're not done. You still can contribute in a lot of different ways, right? And so that was kind of a a wake-up call for me, like I said, to really start thinking about what I wanted to do. 
in the past before I had, you know, I, I guess I retired from corporate America before we homeschooled, I had done, done a lot of different things. I, I worked in technology for a long time. I also um, am a registered nurse because I went back to school to do that. And I love education. It's something that I've always had a passion for. And so um, in the in the midst of that, while I had my kids, I would always kind of be the one, you know, that one friend that you would go to, to ask questions, get advice from, you know, I had my kid, my friends, kids coming to me for advice and things like that and older adult children. So I was kind of like a life coach in a lot of ways, but I wasn't getting paid for any of that. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that was something I enjoyed. Plus, I loved teaching. So I was just kind of like, okay, what, what can I do with some of these skills that I've kind of accrued over these years of my life? And one of the things I absolutely loved was writing. And so I decided, well, you know what I'm going to, I had started a blog years ago when I had gone to Costa Rica for a few weeks to kind of learn Spanish. That's a story for another day. But I wanted to kind of revisit that because I really enjoyed the writing aspect of it. So I started, I just started and took, and this is what I tell clients, just take imperfect action. It doesn't have to be perfect. A lot of times we get, you know what I mean? You get, we get yes. stuck in our head and like, it's gotta be a certain way. It's not quite right. And all of those things. Mm -hmm. I just started, I didn't know what I was doing. I had the blessing of ignorance and I was like, well, I'll just start blogging, you know, we'll see where it goes. And that kind of morphed into kind of copywriting and, and taking classes in copywriting and things like that. And I started getting some uh, free beta clients at first just to kind of put my feet in the waters and then kind of transitioned to started getting uh, paid clients. And that was great at first. And then I wasn't getting a lot of clients. So I had started thinking, you know, this would be a great way for me to kind of supplement our family income and, you know, do some fun family things and take some trips, maybe pay off my mortgage and, you know, all kinds of different things. And um, it, it just kind of wasn't going in that direction, you know, like, I think a lot of us, when we start, we kind of have these big dreams of what we plan to, you know, to do with our business. And it really kind of not necessarily always works out that way. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Firsthand, I do. But I love that. You know what I love what you said is if you're, you're listening right now, maybe you're at a standstill of what to do next. I love how you zoned in on what you are already good at. Like we all have right. gifts. We all have unique things about us and we're searching for something else, like to do right. something else when you were good at writing from, if you look at your life, right. life what you Absolutely. were good at as a child or a teenager, those right. that you can look and say, wow, you know what? I'm a people person or yeah. I'm really good at teaching others right. whatever it is zone in on your strengths and that right. you'll find your path and start yeah. the action that you need to take to go that way. Because I think a lot of us are searching and we run around and we spiral out thinking we have to be doing this and that and this, but yes. we don't really think about what we're good at. Right. Like, and I've what's in your that. hand right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and it took me a long time to actually Same. figure it out for me and right. find my zone of genius, right? Yes. And that's yeah. what we all have it. And that's what right. I want you guys listening to really know you have a zone of genius inside you that you already have it. It's amazing what you can do with what you have instead of looking at everyone else and saying, well, I don't have what she has, or I don't, yes, I'm not in her shoes. And well, she, it comes easy to her. 
let's oh my goodness, stop, yes. right? I mean, this is such a good yes. conversation because yes. I was stuck as that girl, the opposite going, well, I was looking at my best friend who's a big speaker or she's right. doing all this other stuff in business. And I'm like, well, I want to do that too, but I'm not the business person. I don't know how to talk to right. people. And now a quick break from our sponsor. Do you want to let your child feel truly seen, cherished, and celebrated for their extraordinary journey? Unleash your child's winning legacy forever remembered by creating a custom masterpiece that captures their triumphs and celebrates their dedication in high school sports. It's an easy ordering process, and after checkout, all you have to do is answer a few milestone-related questions and then schedule your free design consultation. Next, you'll join a virtual session to customize the article layout and make any desired changes or personalizations. Finally, the memory is created. Receive a custom keepsake showcasing the full journey of the milestone printed on metal in your choice of an 11 by 14 or a 16 by 20. The metal print adds a touch of elegance and durability, ensuring the artwork stands the test of time. This creates a lasting legacy that can be cherished and passed down through the generations. The custom masterpiece serves as a constant reminder of your child's hard work, dedication, and achievements. Their personalized story, photos, and design is all included, plus free gift wrapping and shipping. There's unlimited changes that you can make until you are satisfied or your money back. Each piece is meticulously designed and crafted to capture the essence of your child's triumphs. Right now, there's a special offer running until the 4th of July, 10% off. Make sure to get this meaningful gift at a discounted price. You head over to mypostglow.com, M-Y-P-O-S-T-G-L-O-W.com. This will ensure that you get your child's keepsake for the rest of their life. You know, so what's in that. your hands? What's yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's funny because I was just at church the other day and one of the things that he was talking about was the fact that we we all have gifts, right? We're all created as a body, right? Some people are the eyes, some people are the feet, some people are the hands, right? Like we're all, we all have something. And instead of like, and we have that comparison thing. I actually just have a blog post about this too on my website. That comparison trap is terrible because especially with social media, right? Like that's what it's, it's almost designed for that. You're looking for that, looking at the highlight reel of someone else's life. And you're thinking, why doesn't my business look like that? Why can't I look like her? How come so-and-so does better than me? Why is it easier for that person? Cause you look at these highlight reels and you think it's so much easier for them. And it, and I know for me, when I first started my business, one of the things that I started doing after I couldn't, you know, get a consistent flow of clients. I went to social media because that's what you do. And I started looking like, okay, what's everyone else doing? And I saw these gurus posting 24 seven and they're posting this and they're posting that on showing up on three different platforms and all of those things. And I was like, okay, 
Well, I guess that's what, you know, you do. Right. I, I don't have, what I have isn't, you know, working for me. It's not enough. So let me figure out what someone else has and I'll just start doing that. And so that's what I started doing. I started, you know, posting 24 seven and creating reels on the weekends, like get out of my room. You can't be in here. I got to record it. All this kind of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was posting and posting, but I was still growing very, very, very slowly because that's the thing that you don't hear about because you're consuming these highlight reels of someone else's life. You're thinking, oh, surely, you know, as soon as I just start posting, I'm going to get like a million clients and it's going to be easy peasy. And it's not right. Because again, that comparison trap, because you're looking what someone else is doing. So I think that's just the lesson that we have to learn in life that what you already have is enough. It is enough, but I want to touch upon what you just said, because that's going to lead us into this next conversation of as if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur right now, and you are on social media trying to just post and find clients, Kelly, what worked for you then? How did you get yourself away from that and find your people? Because I know even I struggle with it at times and people I work with, this is a conversation that's at the top of every entrepreneur, you know, journey. So we have to figure out other ways, but can you give us some tips on what you, what works for you? Absolutely. I think the most important thing is to find out who you are and what you want to be presented as online, right? What is your goal? Like for me posting 24 seven and creating all these reels every minute and, you know, constantly being glued to my phone and trying to, ah, does somebody like it? Did I get a comment? You know, like how many people viewed my, like all of that sort of thing. It was not working for me as a parent and a homeschool mom. Like I just could not, it was too much for me. It was overwhelming mm-hmm. to be honest. I was like, if this is what it's going to be like, I'm done. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. It's not sustainable. So I think the most important thing is to figure out how you want to show up in this space to begin with. And once you understand what that looks like, and I'm not knocking people who who were comfortable with that, right? Like for me, I never got into this being a content creator. Like my goal was to help people with the skills that I had, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I realized that the constant posting on social media wasn't working for me, and I, I had the, a blessing of being... Um, uh, invited to speak on on a live stage somewhere. Um, and it wasn't a paid event or anything like that, but it made me start thinking like, what were people doing before social media? They were showing up at live events and doing things like this, right? And obviously COVID has made everything virtual. So I decided I would just kind of throw my hat out there and kind of see if I can do an event instead of, you know, constantly just doing this shotgun approach with, you know, social media. Because the thing with social media is it's not targeted. You're putting content out there and you have no control of where it's going, right? It's just Instagram or, or Facebook or wherever is just sending it and whoever responds, you know, they'll con- continue seeing that sort of content. But it could be that they just really like the shirt that you had on that day. You know what I mean? It could have nothing to do with your message at all. So, you know, having an event is a different sort of thing because it has people raising their hands to say, oh, I'm interested in what you just said, Right. But before we even get to an event, you need to make sure your messaging is dialed in because without proper messaging, you're not communicating to the right people. So when I first started, I didn't have any idea about messaging. I was like, oh, well, this is what I do. I'm going to, here you go. I'm going to, this is how I can help you. Right. And, and so, you know, if you're not clear on, on who you're talking to, you're kind of not talking to anyone. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Right. So I needed to get first clear on who it was that I was targeting. Who are these people that you want to connect with, right? What are their likes, dislikes? What are their pain points? You know, if you don't know that, it's it's one, number one, very hard for you to create content to begin with, right? It's always going to be a struggle figuring out what you're going to say because you don't know who you're talking to. Exactly. So that's number one. So I had to get really super clear on my messaging, first of all. And then I had to get really super clear on, you know, how I wanted to be visible. Like the idea, like I said, posting 24 seven and showing up 24 seven and looking for likes and followers and all that stuff, that wasn't working for me. And it's more of a shotgun approach. Whoever's out there that sees it says, okay, I like it, but that doesn't mean they're going to reach out. Do you know, you know what I mean? Like how many yes. times have you had like reels that lots of people viewed or, you know, posts that people were like loving and commenting, but no one said, Hey, I really want to work with you as a result of that. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. That yes. happens more times than not. Right. Yes. <clears throat> and so, you know, the, the, the thing about having an event is you're getting visible in the right way right? It's valuably visible instead of yeah. virally visible. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what I teach my clients, how to be visible in front of, get in front of those people the correct way. Yes. And then once you do that, you can figure out then, now I know who the people are that I want to target. I now know, you know, where they are in the world so I can connect with them. And then that last, that last piece of it is really figuring out who you are and how to show up authentically. What do you want to talk about? How can you really help people? What is your story? Why are people going to be attracted to you? Like that authenticity piece mm. is huge. I know when I first started, my whole goal was like, all right, I'm going to try and look like this person because clearly they're killing it. So I want to, I'm going to just do what they do. And then, you know, I kind of fall out of that one and go, okay, well, maybe this person. Oh, maybe I could do what they do. Oh, I, I like this strategy. You know, that shiny object syndrome, you start oh, yes. with something. And, and I started, like I took courses and all these things and, you know, I, I had all this information, but then I would implement it kind of haphazardly because I'd be like, take a little piece from this person, a little piece from this person I learned and kind of try and put it together and make this mishmash of a strategy. And really you need a continuous, complete strategy that you're able to stick with. And the other huge thing I got was mentorship, Right. Because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know your blind spots. Mm -hmm. And so when I got that, it was just like a whole nother level. It was like, oh, now I get it. You know, so I can't stress enough the value of having a mentor and having people kind of be able to talk to you and, and walk you and just be supportive, right? I'm sure you understand, Kelly. Yes. <laughs> I'm like shaking my head a million right, times. Right, right. <laughs> Mentorship has changed my whole life. Like, yes. I remember sitting and saying, I'm not spending money. I don't need that. I can figure it out. Yes. Yes. Same. What? People. Yes. There are people that are a few steps ahead of you that can get yes. you from point A to B faster than you can do it on your own. Yes. That's why they are coaches. Yes. And I, I really say if you're in struggling right now in any area, having a mentor or a coach is worth any investment. It's game changing. It's and I was the same. Like I, I started and I was like, I can figure this out. I'm yes. a smart girl. No, I can get this. I can figure, <laughs> but make no mistake. There's no one. And I I'm, I'm cautious about saying no one, but I would venture to say, I would stake probably 98% of my income on that, that there is no one out here making lots and lots of money. If they don't have a coach or a mentor, because there are people that have gone before them that are helping them or have helped yes. them what they have learned from you. Oh. You can't be an Island and we're not meant to be an Island, right? Like we're oh. meant to support each other. Mm -hmm. So Best money, and I spent lots of money on coaching. Trust, you know. No, 
My but it's gosh, worth it. Thousands, 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 thousands. thousands. But, that's, but it's so worth it because it saves so you time it. and it really yes. comes down to what you value more. And when I was, when I first started, I valued the money more. I was thinking, no, I just need to, I'm going to save exactly. the money and I'm going to just spend the time. But after a while, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm spending so much time. And this is time you cannot get back. Yeah. Right. And this is the thing. I have found that I am addicted now to growth. I'm addicted to the climb, but I am so addicted to growth because I don't want to be the same person even three months from now. I want to continuously grow. And that takes awareness that you want to, action, and having a mentor that's a few steps ahead of you so you can learn the things that they're doing and but we should be growing and not staying the same. I mean, that's biblical. God doesn't right. want staying the same. I was just reading Ephesians. Right. It's all in there. Go read Ephesians because. And isn't that interesting? Because, you know, like we, we kind of get into, like, I didn't get into to business thinking that I would change myself. Right. Right. But like you, as an entrepreneur, right. you learn so much about yourself. Yes. It like changes you. Right. Like, don't 100%. you find that? Yes. That is such a good point. I never thought of it like that, to be honest with yeah. you. I yeah. really never got into business to grow in personal development. I was, I thought that was kind of frou-frou to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> like I was like, oh, that's, you know, that they can do that and talk about personal growth and all this stuff. Right. A little weird. Oh my right. gosh. I have grown as a person. Oh my goodness. Yes. Every way from A to Z, like there's no yeah. denying it. And it's amazing how you can grow when you invest in yourself, that's the bottom line. So 100%, guys, don't hold back, yeah. hold back. I'm telling you, to talk to Worth Kelly, it. talk to me. It's amazing the things that can evolve in your life, the places you can go, the things you will see, new visions that will be casted upon you. It's, I, oh man, that's a whole yes. lot of It just pop. opens your world. I, and I, just world. like you just said, Kelly, same thing. Like if it's not me, if it's not Kelly, someone get mentorship because it really can change your life. It Absolutely. really can. Absolutely. I love it. I want to touch upon something though that you have talked about um, really quick. I just, you did a podcast on it and I love the analogy of the gap in the gain. And I know you took mm. that from a book you read, I think. <laughs> But I want to just talk to my listeners a little bit about that because it's so important to realize where the gaps are and where you're gaining. Can you just touch upon this topic for a minute? Absolutely. I loved that book. It's called The Gap and the Gain. Um, It's by the name escapes me right now. But if you look, oh gosh, what's his name? I can't That's remember. Okay. You can look that up. You can drop it. Yeah. It yeah. It's such a good book. So anyway, the, the, the core of it is in general, we, we tend to, especially as, as, as I'm going to use the word high achiever. And I know when I heard this at first, I never considered myself as a quote unquote high achiever. That wasn't a, a, a term I would use for myself, but I would venture to say, if you are an entrepreneur, you're a high achiever just by nature of the fact that you were doing something kind of against the grain Most people go out and just get jobs. You're like, no, I'm going to solve people's problems because that's in a sense, that's in essence what we do is we solve other people's problems, right? And that's a big deal. So as high achievers, we tend to look at the things we did not do or did not accomplish and compare ourselves to our ideal, right? So here I am at this point in my journey, you might might have had thoughts like, oh man, I should be here by now. 
or I didn't get this accomplished yesterday and I need to get, so you're always focusing on the gap and not on the gain. Now in what the, uh, the author talks about is really focusing more on the gain. And I, this has really kind of changed the way I think about the things that I do in my business. Right. And actually in a lot of ways, things I do in parenting, in my family life, all all kinds of ways. You can relate this to all areas. Yes, exactly. So even without a business, it really is focusing on the things that you were able to successfully do. And that cult, that takes like a cultivate cultivation of gratitude, first of all. And I think a lot of times we're so used to thinking about what we don't have or what we didn't do. It really does take intentional focus on the things that you were able to accomplish. So at the end of the night, now, one of the suggestions was to start instead of writing like a to-do list, you're writing a done list. Like your to-do is future focus. Like I know I need to get this done. I need to get that done. I need to get this done. The done list is, wow, I accomplished this today. I accomplished this today. I accomplished this today. And what does that do? That gives you a feeling of accomplishment. It empowers you to take on the day, your next day, right? It makes you be uh, feel grateful for what you were able to accomplish. And it generally puts you in a more positive, um, confident sort of space then if you were like, wow, I didn't get this done. I didn't get this done. I didn't get this done. Right. Yeah. So it really is focusing on what you've already accomplished and who you are. It really kind of, for me, it's really kind of helped me focus in on who I am. What is my identity? Right. Like I have been given these gifts and talents and I'm able to accomplish these things. So instead of focusing on what I didn't get done, what I need to do, how far I am from someone else or somewhere that I, some ideal that I have, I'm focusing instead on the moment. Like, wow, I did this. I can't believe I did that. Cause I'm sure we all have things in our lives that when we started on this journey, we can look back and think, wow, I can't believe I took, I did that. You know, like I, I did that, like starting a podcast, starting your business, getting your first client, creating a lead magnet, getting one person on your email list, even putting out like posts on social media. Like I was not into social media when I first started my business. I didn't know anything about social media. I had no interest in it whatsoever. But if you are the, you're just starting out and you put that first couple of posts out there and you put yourself and you claim it like, yes, I'm an X, Y, and Z. This is what I do. I'm a coach. I'm a consultant or whatever. Even when you're thinking maybe some of my friends are going to be like, who are you? What are you doing? Or you're feeling that kind of uncomfortableness or whatever. Even doing that, like take, like relish that, like be grateful for that. Step into that because that's a gain. Oh my gosh. That is, that has changed my world in, like I said, not even just in my business, just as in who I am, you know, like there were so many moments that I can remember. I would just sit in the, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Feel bad about myself and compare again. And now I've learned and I'm not perfect at it. And I'm still working at Mm -hmm. this. This is something that you have to work on every day. You don't wake up and feel grateful. You have to actually speak these things out and work on them. But now, you know, even this morning, I'm like, I I think I was just saying, I I started drifting down the wrong path of, Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't get this done. I'm not doing this. Wait a minute. I have a couple podcasts today. I'm doing yes. I have yes. just already read my Bible. You have to remind yourself. And then all of a sudden I had a pep in my step, Kelly. <laughs> right. Yes, but, it's oh, true. It yes. changes your mindset completely yes. instead yes. of the gap. Yes. What's the gain? Yeah, yes. I love it. It's and been I love it life-changing. Too. 
it is life-changing. And, and that's what you guys that are listening, please like take these little tools and throw them in your toolbox because you're going to need them at some point when you're thinking yes. you're not great as a mom, you end the day, you're frustrated. I didn't think about, oh, I made my kids lunch or I sent them to school. Yes. It's like the little things that we the have littlest to thing ourselves yes. about because we can be miserable all day. I mean, listen, yeah. there's just so much in the world and chaos and the phones and distractions. I try And to- the mom guilt struggle is so real. Oh, <laughs> like, it really is. It's so really, real. We just beat ourselves up so much. 24-7. You're like never enough. Like, oh, I didn't oh, do this man. great in my business. I need to do right. this. Then. Oh, but my kids, I didn't do this. I, like there's so many things that you could really like beat yourself up on. Like That's focusing on the gain is- Yes, exactly. But it really we, does change. Yes, we. that's where the faith has to come in and say, okay, Lord, you got this. Like, I'm just your yes. girl trying to do mom things. Help me right. out and just go to him. If you're feeling right. overwhelmed or just feeling lack as a mom, don't worry. Take your prayers, up your prayer life if he you need them. to. He, hear, yeah. he will guide you. And that's that's where everything stems from me. I have to go right yep. to prayer if I'm feeling that way or else I'm just frazzled and I don't right. know how to live frazzled. So thank you. I love everything that you shared with us. And I thank just you. already just feel empowered by your message about maybe coming off social media a little bit and not just yes. stressing about that, you guys. I mean, put the phone down. I'm talking to yes. myself too. I really am. And I'm going to work at it because- I know who I am. My identity is in Christ and whoever I had. I was talking to someone last night. And if you are an entrepreneur and looking for clients, he will bring you the people that you need to speak to. If you stay in prayer, stay close to him, seek his kingdom first. Yes. So yes. I'm working on that myself. I'm not saying I'm good at perfect. I never want that. But right. No one is. It's yeah. just. Yeah. I heard someone say once, just to speak on what you just to touch on what you said, that um, she said that God is speaking your name in rooms before you even enter them. Yes. yes. So even if you're like, so rest because he's in control, yes. like he's speaking your name in rooms before you even enter them. Like that is so comforting to me. Like it's not all about you, right? Like mm. you, it, it's not all in your strength. Most of it is not. Right. Like it's Most God. It's exactly. Exactly. I know. I, I did a post about that a few months ago, actually just reminded me it's something like walk into the room, like God sent you there, or I don't yes. know. It's just because he already assigned it. So rest. Right. I love it. Amen. Thank yes. you so much for sharing. Is there any last tip that you want to share with my listeners? Yeah, I would say the hardest lesson uh, for me was to to be okay with just being myself and being authentic online. So many times we see other people and we're thinking, oh, well, maybe I have to show up this way or that way. Really, the thing that is going to attract people to you is exactly who you are. Mm -hmm. So there are people that want to know exactly what you want to know right this moment. So just be yourself. Yes, amen. And that, again, took me a long time. I, yep. you know, I really let myself just be me, whether I'm silly, serious or whatever I am. It doesn't right. matter. People yeah. will be attracted to who you are. 
So thank you so much. That was a great piece of advice. And if they want to reach out to you and connect with you, where do you want them to go? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Kelly Thompson and co. Um, I'm the same on Facebook as well, or my website, kellythompsonandco.com. I do have a summit coming up, which I'm really excited about. Um, that'll be Alice. in June. Yeah, that'll be in June. And it really is designed to help moms market their business and grow in a way that's authentic and sustainable to them and help them balance their families. My goal for the summit is really to give very, very practical tips and lessons that um, I've learned and others have learned along the way to really help um, Christian women. And I feel like I've never found the things that I'm looking to include in this summit. I've never seen anywhere else. So I'm excited about it because I re it will be a free summit. Um, but I, so I'm really super excited about it. I'm excited to be able to share the things, the lessons I've learned, the lessons I'm, I'm going to have somewhere around, I think 30 or so experts wow. share on different topics. Yeah. So a free so summit, like I said, it's virtual. You don't even have to leave your house, you know, so I'm really excited about that. So I'll give you that information as well when uh, it launches. That is amazing. I cannot wait. <laughs> Yes. Thank you guys. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I hope you guys really take these tips and the advice and the strategies that Kelly threw out today and just incorporate one. That's it. Choose one yes. thing that really resonated with you and run with it. That's where you start. That's where things start happening for you when you take that action. So Thanks for tuning in and until next week, keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating in a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.